Welcome everyone to Rural Compassion's second podcast. This morning it's a treat to bring to you the president and CEO of Rural Freedom, Jack Smart. Welcome Jack. Hi Brent, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's a pleasure to have you this morning and it's really a pleasure to get to know you more as we have been in the past few days and past few months. Jack in Rural Freedom is actually collaborating with Rural Compassion and helping us bring more tools and more resources to our rural churches. And so Jack's here this morning. He's going to explain to you guys about what Rural Freedom is and just the experience he has in it. And Jack, you've been in this field for, I think you said, 34 years? That's right. I uh, was in the Teen Challenge ministry for 34 years, 31 at a local uh, center in Cape Girardeau, and then uh, three years, over three years in the national office. And so uh, I guess you would say that uh, this kind of ministry is in my blood. <laughs> no kidding. That's almost as long as I've been alive. <laughs> uh, well, careful now. <laughs> but, hey, okay, explain to me, what is rural freedom? Uh, rural freedom is a ministry that seeks to empower rural America in the fight against substance abuse. Uh, we want to tr- help train pastors, teachers, uh, pastors, churches and communities to be able to uh, minister to and help people that are dealing with substance abuse and other life-controlling issues in their life. Wow. That sounds like a handful. Uh, it is a lot. But unfortunately, <laughs> the need is is uh, astounding. Uh, the substance abuse rate in rural America is basically just about the same that it is in larger cities. The only difference is that in rural America, there are virtually no resources available to help people like that. So in rural America, it is especially imperative on the church to step up and to help these people and, and help them to find freedom through Christ. And how, how do we do that? Well, we have uh, several tools that we're going to bring to bear on this, uh, this area. The first is for churches and communities, a ministry called Living Free. And Living Free is a ministry that helps people with life-controlling problems find a path to freedom. Living Free uses as, a, as a, its main tool a small group ministry. And so these small groups, uh, again, led by lay people under the direction of, of the pastor, uh, help people find freedom through Christ. We believe in, in living free, that it's the Word of God, the Spirit of God, and the people of God that can help individuals change. And in this small group setting, uh, with a very Bible-based uh, curriculum, they're able to find help and to, to seek change in their life. Wow. Wow, that sounds tremendous. Um, how many living free groups are, are you involved with or have you been involved with? Or? Well, when I was, uh, again, at Teen Challenge in Cape Girardeau, we, we did living free with our students okay. and found it to be an extremely effective tool and, and helping them uh, in that residential setting. However, Living Free was originally designed and primarily functions, again, in local churches and communities. So as a result, uh, it's something that that any church uh, can use and help their community with. Okay, so say I'm a pastor. What does it look like for me to get involved with you in Living Free? Well, essentially, is that you would need to contact me and uh, let me know that you have interest. And then from there, we would look together at your church and its situation and evaluate um, whether or not you have a few volunteers. It doesn't take a bunch, but just a few volunteers that are 
solid, mature Christians who have a heart for people like this. And then from there, then we would come and do a training and help uh, those volunteers learn how to function in the Living Free ministry. Uh, Then once that happens, uh, they follow the guidelines. It's laid out. It's been done uh, hundreds and hundreds of times before. (laughs) So they have a very good uh, blueprint to follow. And you follow that blueprint and the material there. And and then you'll begin to see people's lives change. Wow, that sounds awesome. Now, how many how many volunteers would I need to start something like this? I know it probably depends on the number of the people we had signed up, but do I need ten or can I do it with five? Or ideally, I would say you would need to have at least six. Okay. And um, but. Possibly you could do it with fewer than that, uh, depending on the situation. Uh, The other thing that goes along with this, though, Brent, is that, as I mentioned before, it's not just for churches, but we also uh, recommend living free for communities. Oh, wow. And the great thing about this is that if your church can partner with three or four other churches and come together, then you can get volunteers from uh, multiple sources. Everybody goes through the same training. And then there's also a little bit of an advantage in that it's not just the ministry of one church. So you don't have people saying, oh, well, that's an Assembly of God ministry, (laughs) or that's a Baptist ministry or Methodist ministry. I don't want to be a part of that. It's the whole community coming together. And then you also uh, often will have uh, more readily accepted acceptance of the ministry at that right. point. Wow. Now that is exciting because that really fits into the rural compassion model of getting involved in your community. Let's see how many people we can bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Let's see how many organizations we can get together and, man, attack this thing as a community-wide deal. That, that really is exciting. And, again, it, it lessens the number of volunteers you might have to have from your church because if you've got five churches and everybody has two or three quality volunteers right. that can be a part of it, then you've got you've got yeah. more than enough to, to start a good wow. living free ministry. I like that. I like that thought. Now you mentioned before some tools that you're going to help the pastors give for the pastors and help them reach into their communities. What what are some of those tools? Well, living free is the first okay. tool, and that's kind of that's kind of our big stick, if you will. And I think that's the preferable one because it 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 is again lay led, and so the pastor himself does not have to be. Right be running that. He obviously oversees it, but doesn't have to be running that. Very nice. The second tool, though, for pastors who feel for whatever reason that their church or community is not ready for living free, uh, is I'm going to be doing a basically a pastoral training that I'm calling Substance Abuse 101. And this will be just a one, three to four hour seminar that I'm going to be putting together that will train pastors in how to work with people uh, with substance abuse issues. Um, As I've learned through my association with Rural Compassion, a rural pastor doesn't pastor his church, he pastors the community. So as a result, even if there's no one in your church that is um, dealing with a substance abuse issue, you're going to be called on many times to try to help those in the community that are. And by, by, by this training, I hope to give pastors greater confidence in working with people. Now, I'm not going to lie to anybody. <laughs> working with people with substance abuse issues is not easy. Right. 
but it is doable. And if you have just some basic understanding of of what's going on, then you can be effective in helping them. And I want to give pastors a greater confidence that when they're called upon in the community to help someone, that they will be able to do so. Oh, man. Yeah, that sounds exciting. And then even you could tie that back into we're talking about community. You know, if pastor's interested, let's see if he can get the Minister Alliance on board. Maybe you could do a training to the Minister Alliance, or they'll bring you in to four or five pastors in their own community that you could do this training with. And so, absolutely. Anybody, you know, anybody in your community, because I can guarantee you, no matter where you are, the drug problem and the alcohol problem in your community is bigger than what you're going to be able to handle. Yeah. So if you could get three, five, 10, 20 pastors yeah. to come for this training, it would be a great help to the community as a whole. Plus, it puts everybody kind of on the same page, right. you know, as far as how they're handling and working with people with these kinds of issues. Exactly, yeah. And so that brings a consistency in the ministry that's, that's very valuable as well. Wow. Talk about a community approach. That sounds like it. And it has to be. Yeah, Again, the, the, the need is so strong that it has to be. Because a lot of the other problems, Brent, that, that rural communities are facing, uh, the abject poverty, um, the dissolution of the family, uh, child abuse, domestic violence, all of these kinds of things, many of them have their root in substance abuse. Right. And so if we can deal with the substance abuse issue effectively, then we can start taking care of some of these other problems Absolutely. very quickly as well. Absolutely. Wow. That gives me a lot to think about, Jack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, wrapping this up, just tell us about you personally. Uh, you're president CEO. How many staff do you have? <laughs> I'm it. <laughs> okay. I'm it. Actually, my wife is a volunteer. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, you know. but uh, this is something that we just have felt like in the last few months that the Lord has led us to do. Yeah. And again, uh, part of this has come from Um, our association with Rural Compassion and coming to a greater understanding of the need that is in rural America. Uh, But it's a ministry that uh, that I feel is going to be very effective. Now, we hope and our goal is in the future that we will be able to add staff members because I'm not sure how many uh, thousands of communities there are in the United States in rural America, but I guarantee you I won't be able to get to all of them. (laughs) And hopefully we'll be able to have some more uh, folks join us on board in time, but right, right now we've just uh, got to get it up and running, yeah. and we just we just feel like Brent that that this is something that can really make a difference. And I Absolutely. I love programs like Teen Challenge and other yeah. faith based ministries, and they are wonderful and they do a great job. But there's just not enough beds available right. to help anywhere near the number of people that need help. But you know I, I'm not sure exactly how many Assemblies of God churches there are, but let's say there's five thousand of them in rural. America. Right. If those 5,000 churches and pastors in those churches were trained to work with people with substance abuse, mm. we would be able to make a big dent in the problem. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's exciting. That's exciting to get that message out. Now, one last question for you, Jack. How are you funded? This is an important question because we, <laughs> we want our listeners to know we want to get the word out. How are you funded? Well, I am a, a missionary candidate with U.S. Missions of the Assemblies of God. Okay. And so the way I'm going to be funded is like other missions missionaries, just uh, individuals or churches, uh, businesses, other organizations who believe in what we're doing and who will uh, uh, 
commit to support us monthly or a one-time gift. Obviously, anything will be helpful. And uh, especially want this to to be taken care of as quickly as possible because it's hard to do two things at once. And I really want to get the fundraising part out of the way as quickly as I can so that I'll be able to do this full-time. Because my goal, Brent, is, and, you know, with the Lord's help, I want, once I really hit the ground running on this, I want to be able to do 40 trainings of some type every every year wow and uh which i think is important and um i might want to add one little thing too on the pastoral training that i didn't get to is that once uh, someone goes through our pastoral training then i will be available to give them some backup counseling if somebody they're working with and they're not sure what to do in a situation i'll be happy to do that give them backup counseling and then also for pastors and living free groups uh if they're working with somebody and they're just not making any progress i'll also uh work with them on referral and getting them into a long-term residential ministry. Very good, very good. Well, you heard it, folks. This is a very viable ministry that we at Rural Compassion are getting behind. We love it. We love the thought of the community working together to reach the substance abuse problems in their areas. And Jack is a Definitely got the experience and the knowledge, and you need to have them out. You need to, to invite them out, let them do some training with you guys, and just let help spread the word about what he's doing. Now, Jack, if somebody wants to get in touch with you for a living free small group, pastoral training, whatever, how do they do that? Uh, probably the best way is just to email me, okay. jacksmart64 at gmail.com. That's jacksmart64 at gmail.com. And uh, let me know what you're thinking, and I'll be glad to get in contact with you and and just talk about this and believe me uh, we all need to work together on this and Absolutely. and you know and I I believe that God will help us again to be able to make a big dent in the problem but the, the other thing goes to this you know Jesus said sometimes you have to leave the 90 and nine and just find the one yeah. and sometimes in the area of substance abuse, you're just going and helping that one. And if that's the only one you're able to help, right. and you turn that person's life around for the glory of God, yeah. then it'll be more than worth it. Very cool. Very cool. Well, thank you, Jack Smart, President CEO of Rural Freedom, for being with us today. We appreciate it. Thanks, Brent. It was great being here.